Whoop, whoop, whoop. So many exciting things to tell you. I'm going to keep it short and simple. Number one, my book is now free, a digital version of my book, Building Simple Habits to a Healthy Me. You can just sign up and get it for free. Number two, come and say hello on Instagram. I'm having fun on Instagram doing exciting reels. Number three, I have four amazing packages for my Positively Healthy program called Magical May exciting exciting if you want to find out more book a call and let's chat and lastly remember radiate and renew four simple habits simple but mighty habits is starting may the 15th so come and sign up for that Welcome to Fit and Fabulous with me, Dr. Orlina Carrick. I teach busy mums who are trying to juggle everything to transform their lives, to lose weight and lead a healthy life so they can feel fit and fabulous. On the Fit and Fabulous podcast, we chat about nutrition, healthy living, emotional wellness in a way that you can apply to your life. I'll show you how to stop being frustrated and overwhelmed with healthy living and how to make it fun and easy. You're invited to sign up to my free New Me workshop. Change your mindset to healthy living in five days. Get to the bottom of those I can't do it thoughts and transform them into wow, it's so easy and fun. You can sign up at drorlina.com slash new me. That's doctor, D-R-O-R-L-E-N-A dot com slash new line in the middle, me. And welcome to another episode of Fit and Fabulous with me, Dr. Alina Kerrick. Today, we are talking about mindful eating. And I am super excited to welcome Catherine to come and talk to us. Catherine, thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Thank you so much, Dr. Alina, for having me. I'm super excited to be here. Now, you have written a book about mindful eating, and we'll talk about that later on and your course that you do about mindful eating. But I want to dive in and just ask you, what is mindful eating? Well, it's a very broad topic, but before we jump into mindful eating, let me just describe to you what mindful mindfulness in general is. Because I think if we start with a good definition of mindfulness, and my definition of mindfulness is mindfulness is awareness of the present moment without judgment. And really what that means in the simplest of terms, it's being aware of your thoughts, feelings, and emotions without judging them, which is a challenge for a lot of us in this world and in this society. And in mindful eating, it's the same concept of bringing your awareness to what you're eating in the moment. And the reason why I say it's such a big topic is because eating in general, food in general, is a very emotional, emotional issue for many of us. There are our childhood patterns that have um, helped to shape the way we eat as adults. And there are some pitfalls and challenges that have happened along the way. And everyone is different. Everyone has their own approach to food. And the reason why I say that is because everyone is different in that Some people eat when they're very stressed. Some people are overeaters when they're stressed. Some people cannot eat when they're stressed. 
And then there's a lot of gray area in between. So learning to recognize your own individual patterns and bringing them into your mindful eating practice will help you learn to have a kinder and more compassionate view of your own eating styles. Fabulous. Yes. And I totally agree with that. And I think on one level that a certain amount of emotional eating is considered normal. And I know that I, for example, when I'm bored, when I have jobs that just make me want to go, I don't want to do this job. I don't want to sit at my computer and I find myself taking a longer coffee and perhaps eating snacks that I wouldn't really be normally eating. Luckily, they're healthy snacks. So it's not too much of a disaster. But I do think that it is normal to be having emotions tied up. And on a cultural level, of course, we have parties and festivals and we celebrate life through food. And really, the danger is when we take that to the extreme and we're constantly doing it. So my next question to you is, what are the benefits of mindful eating? Why should we bother being mindful of what we eat? Well, because a lot of people um, go to an auto response of really unconscious eating and we eat the bag of chips and then don't realize it till they're gone um, or whatever food kind of calls to you. The benefits of mindful eating are many fold and I'll go through and name some of them. Um, first of all, mindful eating really helps us to slow down and really reconnect with your heart your body, and the moment. So slowing down, you know, we're harried, we rush around through the day and eat unconsciously, like I said, but mindful eating, you are really present with the food before you. So it helps to slow down. That's a very big benefit of mindful eating. The other part of mindful eating is it teaches you to be um really grateful and appreciative of wonderful and healthy foods that you are choosing to nourish your body with. And again, that goes with slowing down, but it, it just teaches you appreciation and gratitude for the food. Um, it also, mindful eating activates a healthier digestive system. And I'm sure you know, and many people know, that you've heard digestion begins in the mouth. There are enzymes in the mouth that begin the moment we start chewing and they help break down the food so that we can digest it better. So um, it activates and supports a healthier digestive process when you slow down, chew thoroughly and then swallow. Another benefit um, is it really helps you to transform your view of food and helps you to recognize emotional, we talked about emotional eating briefly, but it helps you to recognize your own patterns. Am I choosing food as an act of self-soothing or love? So a benefit of mindful eating is it really gets you in between you and your automatic response to an emotional issue. Like if you overeat when you're angry or you just stuff food in your mouth. So it gets you to put space between you, a little space between you and your emotions. And the other thing is um, it really helps you to align with the wisdom of your body. 
you'll, when you slow down and you're mindful of your food and your eating tendencies, you'll be aware of how your body feels and you'll know sooner when you're full. So it's very, very powerful. And the benefits, there's so many more benefits of mindful eating, but those are the really big ones. It just helps you slow down and reconnect with your body. Fabulous. And I totally agree with all of those benefits. And as a parent, one of the things I see is my children, particularly if they like food, and I say to them, you can't just be hungry for chocolate. There's no such thing as being hungry for chocolate. But anyhow, they eat the food that they really, really love. And obviously, they don't eat the food that they don't love. And they eat it super quickly. And then they're like, can I have some more? And it's almost as if it hasn't actually even touched their stomach yet. And they're already asking for more. And I know that when they just wait a little bit, then they're more likely to realize that they're actually hungry. And I think teaching children emotional eating is is also super important. Absolutely. So where do we start? How do you start doing emotional eating? Well, mindful eating, how I suggest to people, the concept is simple. I make it sound so easy that it's, oh, okay, we're just going to sit and eat a meal and be mindful of our meal. The concept of mindful eating is simple in theory. In practice, it's not so easy. So what I suggest to people who want to start, a starting point, is I suggest start with one meal. And start with one meal where you can be really present with the food, not working at your desk and with six, the phones ringing and, and all that kind of stuff. Start with one meal and in a, at a time where you can have time and space to be very present with your meal. Maybe it's a lunchtime on a Saturday where you can sit down and set the table and practice and as I'm going to tell you over and over again, as I say to all my students, this is a lifelong practice. It's a process. We don't just get mindful eating at the next meal and, hey, we got it down. It is always a process that unfolds. So the first step is to start with one meal or even a snack. And an easy way to do it is take an apple and cut it, put it on a pretty plate and sit and eat bite by bite, thoroughly chewing it. And I use apple because apples are, um, they engage all the senses. They're chewy, they're crunchy, they're crisp, they're juicy, they taste good. And, and um, But use your own favorite food. Start with one thing at one meal and really take your time chewing it thoroughly. It might take you 20, 25 minutes to eat an apple thoroughly. And just notice how you feel like you want to rush through, you're, you're chewing, and then you say, wait, I ate half the apple. So again, this is a really special process where you're going to engage all of your senses. So I say it's a simple process in theory, in concept, in, in concept, it's simple, but in practice, not so much. Well, I guess the practice is that we're so used to eating when we're rushing around, when we're driving, when we're walking our kids to and from school, when we're sitting in front of the television. And what are we doing when we're sitting in front of the television? We definitely don't have our mind on our food. And part of society now is that we just eat food, 
without really thinking about it. And I guess it's that coming back to actually paying attention and getting those skills of doing it too much so that actually we just do it normal, if that makes sense. I don't think I've expressed myself very well. (laughs) That's exactly right. And it's, it's the society and we're used to multitasking. Exactly. Yes. And, and, and I have a funny story about eating in your car and it was a few months ago, I was between clients and rushing, rushing, and I stopped in my favorite um, health food store and got a soup. And I sat and brought it to my car and had time, just enough time between my next appointment, I had to sit in my car and eat it. And I was laughing to myself. And I said, well, I hope the mindful eating police, because this is what I teach. This is what I've been doing for so many years. I'm expecting to see the mindful eating police knocking at my door saying, what are you doing? So I was smiling to myself. And I decided I can eat mindfully anywhere. All I need is my full awareness. So I took the lid off to the soup off of the soup and I just spoon fed one spoon at a time and did my best to really be mindful. So you, there are ways to really bring mindfulness into your everyday world. You have to be conscious of it. That reminds me of a totally different story of when I was a student and I remember being totally late and totally rushing and I tried drinking coffee whilst I was driving. But it wasn't coffee in one of the styrofoam cups. It was just coffee in a mug and it was a total disaster. It went absolutely everywhere. (laughs) So when we're sitting here and thinking about mindful eating, do you have questions that are useful to ask yourself? And I know that mindful eating as well can be useful for people who struggle with weight loss and I think that's really people who are further along the emotional eating and they've really connected emotions and eating together and I mean I have a handout that I use with my clients but it's often about sitting and asking yourself questions before you start eating things do you have a list of questions that you recommend people ask well it's not so much a list of questions um it's actually an interesting process that I encourage people to do. And before I do that, I want to speak about the weight loss. A lot of my clients are in tandem with weight loss programs, with diet programs, and they feel like the mindful eating goes dovetails perfectly with whatever diet program they're choosing to use. So what I encourage people to do, and one of the things that I I share with people is to, again, I say, put space between you and the food. So it's not necessarily a question. It's more like a pause. And in my book, I have just what I call the secrets to mindful eating. I don't know if anybody can see that, but it's really the word prayer. And it's the words that go with each, the uh, phrase that goes with each letter of the word prayer. For example, P, pause before you take the first bite. R, reflect on the food in front of you. And it's a momentary thing. A, appreciate the food and its source, where it came from. Y, you, remember you are divine. E, eat with intention and enjoy your food. And R, remember to breathe. So mm-hmm. you're really just going to pause 
take a deep breath and appreciate. So what I recommend to people is they print this out or some form of a reminder that's near the dinner table. And, and just it really it goes a long way of having a visual reminder to help you slow down. That's fabulous. And I, I think one of the things as well is it's really useful to remind ourselves where our food came from and when you really reflect on where your food came from and I often try this with my children we get a little raisin and we like to say thank you to the sun that helped grow the seeds and then the farmers and then the people in the shop and think about that whole process of something so simple as a little raisin because one of the things I see now is that food is so readily available that we don't have to do any work at all to go and get food we just Often we don't even have to prepare it in the kitchen. We just go and buy a bag of something and eat it immediately. Whereas when you think back to how we used to be, we would have to grow all that food and then cook the food. And it was a much, much longer process. And we clearly had to do a lot of planning. Whereas now we don't like planning things. And we can just go and get an instant pizza, cook it. And it just takes away that that pause, I think, a rather longer pause. Absolutely. Absolutely. You're right. And and we don't think about where it's sourced and, and who made it. And it is readily available to us. So that just takes that whole um, step out of out of the mix. So it's very important to really just help to reconnect. For instance, eating strawberries in, in when they're off season is really not a natural thing to do. So I like to tell people to eat berries or eat foods that are more in season. Because that helps keep us connected to the larger world and the food sources. I guess that depends where you live. We are super lucky here in Spain because we have a farmer's market every single day. And so it's really easy for us to eat locally sourced and in-season foods. And I find that the locals here, there are some locals who are just super good. So my husband bought some strawberries the other day and he happened to have them in his Tai Chi class. And the lady said, one of the ladies said to him, where are those strawberries from? They're not from around here. And they've obviously been imported from south of Spain, which isn't heaps in the distance of things. But she was like, they're not from Catalonia because they're not ready yet. (laughs) For me, they were already in season, but she was clearly, they aren't in season yet. We don't eat strawberries until they're properly in season. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, people are very aware of much more aware, I would say, of food and where it comes from. And the other thing I really notice about people in Spain is that they will go that extra distance to get good quality food that people in the UK just won't, won't, aren't, don't expect to. They expect to go to the supermarket and have everything available. So do you have any last words of wisdom for us? Well, just if I can just tell you that the really the big premise of what I teach people is to really speak to yourself kindly. A lot of people that I've seen and that I work with, and I'm sure you've seen this too, is we're harder on ourselves than anyone could be on us. Almost anyone could be on us. We really don't speak to ourselves in a kind and loving and a compassionate way. We're driven and we, we just, we rush around. So Treating yourself with compassion and allowing yourself to be who you are in the moment and appreciating that and know that you're doing the best you can um, will really help to, I tell people this, speak to yourself as you would a small child. There's no 
reason to beat yourself up to be better or any different than you are. Treat yourself as you would talk to a small child and be loving and compassionate to yourself. You have a beautiful heart. Share it with yourself first. I love that. I totally love that. I have a similar thing. I say to people, treat yourself as you would treat others. <laughs> because we are always kinder to ourselves, to other people than ourselves. Now, the last thing I want to ask you is about your course and your services that you have, your resources. So can you tell us a bit about how people can find you and how you can help them? Absolutely. And again, I thank you for the opportunity. So the book I wrote, and I'll just hold it up. I don't know if that's helpful to see it. It's called The Divine Dining Method. And the interesting story briefly is I wrote it back in 2008. I own a Jen and Crystal store on a place here in New York. And I just I started learning about mindful eating back then when it was really a new concept. I created a program that works with crystals seven day crystals you hold a different crystal each day and there's affirmation cards um, a few years ago I actually redid the whole book for a 21 day program and I have an online course that you can take all you have to do is check the divine dining that's all things related to mindful eating the different courses there is a 21 day little um, challenge that you can do um, on your own if you don't want to dive into the real course And the crystals are, while they're powerful tools and it's about reminders and and touchstones for the aspect of divine dining that we're working on, it's they're not necessary to the program. Really, the whole idea of the program is to get everybody to slow down, pay attention to themselves, be kinder, chew your food thoroughly. So and and that's the best that's the overview. You can reach me at Catherine at livinglotusgroup.com or simply go to thedivinediningmethod.com and look up everything, everything. I'll put all of those links in the show notes. And so when people purchase your course, do they get the crystals as part of it or do they have to go and buy the crystals separately? No, the crystals come with it. The, the bigger course, they, they, it's a do-it-yourself course, but the book and the crystals get shipped. The, I've shipped all over the world. So you get the whole, the book, the crystals, the little affirmation cards, the complete set of instructions, and then the online course, you do it once you receive the kit, the instructions are there for you to do. There's meditations to daily meditations to download, and the whole process is there. But in the smaller challenge, you don't need the book, you don't need it. it's a complete workbook with daily writing prompts and exercises to do. You don't need the crystals, you don't need the affirmation cards. So I wanted to set it up to make it easier and um, approachable to who's ever ready for what part of it. Fabulous. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Dr. Orlina. This has been so much fun. I love all the work that you do and how you're helping so many people. It's really been great and an honor for me to connect with you and your, your listeners. So thank you. listening to this episode of Fit and Fabulous with me, Dr. Alina. If you enjoyed it, I would be really grateful if you could share it with a friend. Every time you share a podcast episode with a friend, it helps me to reach and help more people. Remember, you're welcome to sign up for the new me challenge. Dig out those I can't do it thoughts and replace them with, wow, this is easy and fun. You can sign up at drorlina.com slash new 
me. That's D-R-O-R-L-E-N-A dot com slash new dash in the middle me. Have a lovely week and see you next week. Goodbye.